It is preseason game one, and I'll tell you exactly what the Jaguars hope to see, what they don't hope to see, and who needs to show them what they need to see. We'll do all of that in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I am Tony Wiggins, the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast. We're at your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder that we are free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. Make sure you tap in, hit that bell for notifications and that like button, and make sure you subscribe so that you can check us out on YouTube every single day. Also, wherever you get your podcast if you listen to audio podcast just make sure you check in that location every single day to ensure that you do not miss an episode today's show is sponsored by linkedin jobs it helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on nfl all one word that's linkedin.com slash locked on nfl to post your job for free terms and conditions apply Shout out to our everydayers. I've been running into them. You know, I changed locations where I do my other business. So I've been running to a lot of people that really, really love the podcast. And I do appreciate it. Anytime you see me, man, just come up. We're glad to have you on as an everydayer. Also, if you're not an everydayer, you can't be an everydayer by just tuning in every day and making it a habit and listening. All right. So here's what we got. We got preseason primer. I know it's a little bit late, but this is more for you to enjoy this entire weekend a uh, preseason preview. We're going to talk about game one. Um, some of the things that we hope to see, some of the things that uh, we don't hope to see. Uh, of course, we'll get to that in segment two. And then in segment three, we'll close it out with rookies that must shine. This team is going to depend a lot on young players. And hopefully those young players can step up to the plate and show that if their number gets called, that they're ready to go. It doesn't mean we're writing off the older guys and the veterans because you don't want to do too much of that. But it does mean that we have to have a next man up philosophy and guys have to be able to step in and help this team. So let's get to it. Let's talk about the game. It is of course in Jerry's world in uh, right outside of Dallas. It's like in between Dallas and Fort Worth, Arlington, Texas in the, in the stadium, they refer to as Jerry's world. Um, this is a good, I, I, this is a good, game even though both teams in the preseason teams are usually super super vanilla the Dallas Cowboys do have some things that I I want to see the Jaguars have an answer for and like I said super vanilla always in the preseason for y'all that don't know vanilla just means just really running the mill football stuff um they're not going to show all of their um game plans that they have for the entire season there but the thing about preseason is coaches still want you, as long as they keep score, they want you to try to win, okay? They want to see you compete, and they want to see you do the vanilla things. They want to see you do them up to the fullest. Even though the game doesn't count in this vanilla, guys out there, out there fighting for their proverbial lives. If you was, you know, it's 30, 37 guys that, that are fighting for a position on this team, and then if they don't, 
make it on this team, they're at least trying to put out good tape. So you don't want to put bad tape out to, to get a chance for somebody else to pick you up. I am sure that there are multiple pro personnel departments from around the league that will be watching and scouting this game, especially the, the teams that really don't have as much talent as Dallas and Jack Jacksonville. But this is one of the games that you'll go to if you're one of those bottom feeder teams or if, it is, if you're one of those teams that, is, that aren't expected to, to win or go to the playoffs this year, this is the game for you to go to. If you pick it early in the draft every single year, and even if you're not, if you're deficient in some of the other areas, this is, this is the game you want to go to because these teams seem to think that they're pretty, pretty loaded at a lot of key positions. So it's always guys are always going to do, do their job and they're going to eval and they're going to scout. So, you know, if that is going on, I said that to say this, because you don't go to the game to watch scouts and you don't go to the game to watch the GMs or the personnel people, but you are going to watch players that know that those people are watching. Therefore, it'll give those guys a chance to really, really put some shine on their abilities, even if it's at a loaded position. One of those positions is the wide receiver position. We think we know who they're going to keep. We think we know at least five, right? Depending on where you have Jamal Agnew listed. Uh, if he's an extra running back, if he's a, a listed as an extra slot receiver. So you know they're going to keep, obviously, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, as well as Zay Jones, right? And then you're looking at uh, Kevin Austin is competing for that fourth position if the fourth position is not Jamal Agnew, which I kind of think it is. Of course, and you have 15, Jones, who was there last year. So what about these other guys, right? What can they do? Well, if you're a team around the league that's deficient at receiver depth, you're going to be watching a lot of those backups, a lot of those guys that have really looked good in camp because that's the area. Even if you're going to call the Jaguars and say, hey, man, let's – Let's do some kind of conditional swap and let me send you something you need if I'm heavy and let me get that up off of you because we think that guy can help us. So there's always all of those positions. DB is another one, even though the Jaguars are looking for looking to solidify that slot position on defense. Still, that's another one. The, 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 the Jaguars might be looking at some young, inexpensive edge rusher. Now, teams don't really like giving those guys up, but yeah. Both teams will be evaluating each other and other teams likely have representatives coming in this game. So that means for you that the guys that you want to see are going, the guys you want to see trying to make this team are really going to uh, give their best foot, put their best foot forward because they want to put out good tape. So from that perspective, it will still be competitive. The first preseason game, I may just be in a better mood to watch those reserves than I am the starters because you know it's going to be extremely vanilla. The starters probably are going one drive unless that drive is really short or it ends prematurely and then you might see them go for another drive, but they're not playing into the second quarter on either side of the ball. You might see a mix of guys uh, along the offensive line, you know, because even when you put the reserves in, you don't want them out there playing solely with guys that aren't going to be on the team because it's hard for you to evaluate everything else. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that second group of players. Who's going to really, really step up and show that they absolutely belong. That's a, that's a really good thing to watch out for. And 
I probably won't get bored in this game until the end of the third or the fourth quarter. You just want these guys to come out here and do some performing that make, gives you something to look forward to and something to be proud of. I don't want us to overreact because that, you know, that always happens. You, you don't get what you want to see and you have a tendency to overreact. We all do. I do it too. But after the contest, I will still give you uh, a little bit of analysis. I may do it Saturday night. Or I may do it Sunday, or I may just record it and save it all for Monday after I've allowed it to process. But I tell you, man, if you hear from me Saturday or Sunday, it's not good news. I'm going to try to save all of this stuff up and give it to you Monday morning. But if you hear from me before that, then something happened that I need to talk to you about. And uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. I want to tell you what I want to see. And I'm going to tell you what I don't want to see. And in the third segment, I'll tell you who I want to see it from. I'm going to do all of that in just a second here on Locked on Jaguars. But first, I have to tell you about our sponsor today, and that is LinkedIn Talent Solutions. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. I used LinkedIn Jobs when I was trying to staff two barbershops, and guess what? Worked out. I cut through all of the riffraff, and I got the candidates that I wanted to get, and it was all success from right there. So it's super easy uh, to create a free job post on LinkedIn. Once you do that, then you add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame, to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, man, we're running it down here on Locked on Jaguars, and you apply to me because without you in the everyday, we, it would, this would not be possible. I'm getting real close to 5,000 subs. Maybe by the time y'all see this, I have them. If I don't, please subscribe to the podcast, and I, I'll, I'll cross a threshold that I've been waiting to cross, and I'll create another goal that's double that one so we can keep these numbers moving on up like the Jeffersons. All right, preseason game. What do we want to see? Let me do it the other way. I'm going to tell you what I don't want to see. I don't want to see somebody that the Jaguars are depending on to play significant snaps this year laying on the ground. I don't want to see anyone limping off. I don't want to see anybody going in a tent, and I damn sure don't want to see that cart coming onto the field. Now, you can't help it because football is a physical sport. Everyone knows the old saying that, the easiest way to get hurt is to not go hard. So I want guys to go hard. You can't put guys in bubble wrap. They have to get used to playing in the preseason. Let me tell you what happens. If somebody gets hurt in the preseason, they're going to blame the coach. Like, why was he out there? Or we need to abolish the preseason. If someone doesn't play very much in the preseason in the first week of the regular season, you see him over there hobble. Then the voices come out and say, this is what you get when you, try to protect people and put them in bubble wrap. They haven't been greased up. They haven't been hit. And now you put them in a regular season situation and they got hit. And the first thing that happened is they got hurt. This is why guys have to practice in the preseason. So regardless of what 
someone says, somebody's going to have something negative to say about it. Or, or what someone does, someone's going to have something negative, uh, negative to say. That's where uh, Trent Baalke and Doug Peterson and all the coaches, they get together and they use their experience to come up with a formula that they think balances out. Having them ready, but not pushing them too hard, but having them ready to the point where when the regular season starts, you can maximize their presence. So that's the first thing we don't want to see. Another thing that I don't want to see is I don't want to see both teams get boat raced. I like don't go three and out on offense or create a turnover on offense. If Dallas wins the toss, uh, do not let them go 80 yards or 75 yards and score. Then you turn it over and then they score again and it's 14 and nothing because it's going to just put a bad taste in people's mouth. And it's going to really make the folks – not want to stick around and watch those reserves. And those are the key battles going into this. But if they get down 14 nothing, I'm telling you, they're pulling them. They are pulling those starters out. It's like, nope, we're going to just try all over again. I don't want them to leave them in the game trying to, okay, no, we're not going to leave until you do something good. Like, remember you played high school basketball and you couldn't end practice until you made your free throw? That. I don't want to – don't use this game if it goes any kind of way that it's not supposed to. Don't use this to try to prove anything. Just say, hey, whatever happens, happens. Have it, however we have to stop it, whatever we got to do, we're going to get back to Jacksonville. We're going back in our own facility, and we'll we'll do our coaching in the locker room, but we're not going to try to fix things here. Those are the things that I don't want to see. I don't want to see Brandon McManus missing field goals. I don't because I think by getting someone like him with his reputation – it really solves the problem. Like, okay, so they made a lot of field goals last year, but don't lie. When that kid they had last year kept kicking, you didn't know what was going to happen. In fact, he almost missed that kick against the Chargers. And y'all know it. That's why the eruption in the stadium wasn't as loud as everyone thought, not even in the press box, because there was like the first thing people said, did he make it? That thing hooked so fast, and that's why he probably why he ain't here, because they know they, you know, they were playing with house money at that time and it's like if he makes it he makes it if he don't know we want those kicking issues to be something that we're not thinking about okay other things that we don't want to see i don't want to see them get run on by backup running back because tony pollard isn't going to play i don't want them to get gassed like they can't tackle people because if they do that then they're going to have to sell out for the run it's going to hurt the pass defense it's going to give us some other things that are negative for us to talk about. And then the guys won't really be able to pin their ears back and pass rush the way they want. They won't be able to do the stunts because if you can't uh, stop people from running, uh, you can't be moving around and doing all these twists and exotic things because then you're going to really be out of position. So I want them to make sure that those are the things that we don't see out of the team all right what do i want to see and what do i think you guys should want to see or maybe the things that i suggest that you want to see running backs protect the football no bobbles no no dropping the ball don't 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 because I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna tell you up if you do that's just i'm just telling you right now if you, you you gotta hold on to the football this is the ultimate demonstrated performance you cannot be a fumbler and expect uh that to just go away when the regular season starts you know this 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 isn't a situation where well when the real game start will kick up if you're a future hall of famer if you're like aaron donald or von miller okay you can say that you know aaron donald's or von miller's on this team right now everybody needs to do everything they're supposed to do no drop balls 
not a bunch of penalties. Okay. I want to see the offensive line hold up. Dallas has a very good pass rush. If they allow everybody to play early, I want to make sure Walker Little can anchor down and 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 really not get bullied and pushed around. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice if we could see that. I want to see Anton Harrison on the other side. See what that rookie guy has going on. You know, see what he has going on. And then I want to see if we can guard people while we're on defense. And if we can get a little bit of pass rush on Dak or whoever while the starting unit, while those guys are in. Something else I want to see is who are these rookies? Who's the or the second year players, the Greg Juniors who are competing for the slot? Um, I want to see, I want to see him. I want to see Antonio, Antonio uh, from Texas AM, Antonio Johnson. I want to see him. Um, Nasir Abdullah. According to the depth chart, he was the unofficial depth chart. He was running with the twos. I want to see what he has to offer. Jordan Smith, show me something. I want Jordan Smith to to get some snaps and to show that that six foot seven presence uh, can actually be a presence now that he's healthy on the field. Those are the things that I want to see. I want to see the Jaguars stop the run and and to not look like they're not as physical as the other team. So the rookies that uh, who who will shine, I want to spotlight them because, like I said, I hope the starters get in and out. Anton Harrison, I won't talk much about in segment three because, well, Anton Harrison is, is a starter, so we're going to forget that he's a rookie right away. But there are a lot of guys that we want to see play, and I'm going to discuss them and then kind of uh, give you an idea of um, some things, some other things that we want to wind down and, and sort of pinpoint and do a quick recap of today's show. First, I got to remind you to make sure you watch Locked On NFL, same place on our YouTube page, free to subscribe to on the YouTube page, hit the like and the bell for notifications. Make sure you subscribe. Also, wherever you get your podcast, if you listen to audio podcasts, it's every single day, uh, five days a week, Watch to watch Locked On NFL and make it your next watch and your next listen all right we're gonna run it down we're gonna finish it up tie it all together and talk about the excitement of tomorrow's game i want to find out what everybody's gonna be eating on too man i'm gonna give you all some tips on some things to do in the preseason because you gotta get ready you gotta get ready for the regular season we'll do all of that in just a second here on locked on jaguar Okay, let's run it down uh, here in uh, segment number three. Rookies who must shine, guys that you want to see play really well. Brenton Strange, because he's the second-round pick. We talked about Anton Harrison. I want to see Brenton Strange, man. I want to see Brenton Strange get out there and show his skill set. Show us why you were second-round pick. Blocking, physicality in the red zone. The ability to be able to catch the ball in the middle of the field. A lot of people have told me that he was a reach. Now he hasn't looked bad or anything in training camp, but I talked to the like a lot of national guys on the sideline and they were extremely shocked that he was their pick. When you add him in the, the third round pick, which Tank Bigsby the running back, he's somebody else I want to see because I want people to see Tank so they can leave me alone about the fact that they wanted somebody else to be the second running back. I've been at practice. Okay, this dude should be the second running back. He's different from everybody else. And then there's this narrative that 
they look at the weights of the combines and they're like, how is he bigger than Travis Etienne when Etienne 5'10, 215, and he's listed at 6'1, 210. Um, when you see him in person, he looks a lot bigger than 6'1, 210. Also, Etienne is very thigh heavy. Etienne has really, really big legs, right? And he's shorter. Bigsby has really, really big arms. And he looks like a more physically hard and imposing guy to tackle. We talked last year how it looked like Travis Etienne was always in the in the motorcycle accident every time. I don't care how short the play was or long. It just looks like and I and I thought the reason why it looked like he was taking such hard hits is because he wasn't really protecting himself because he was trying to score every single time. So every time he gets tackled, it's like very abrupt and everything kind of moves around. Tank, when you watch him get tackled, you ain't going to see that. And I'm not implying that he needs to be the starter because I'm not saying that. But I will tell you this. You're going to see some chin strap buckles and some head snapping on the opposition when you see him run. So that's going to be super, super exciting. I want Ventrell Miller to get some snaps. I don't know if he will. I don't know where he is right now in terms of physicality. But I want to see if there's any threat of him really pushing for you know, like Shaq Quarterman and the guys in front of him. There's a fourth round pick, right? You don't you don't just choose guys uh unless you think that they can really push the people in front of them. So and then I don't know how many uh, off ball linebackers they're keeping. I you know with the with the way it looks they might keep four. Well at least four. If they keep five, they're gonna keep Ventrell, but I still want to see um what they saw because he doesn't necessarily match up the, uh, their traits in terms of his size he's not he's probably the smallest one they have at like six one or six feet and a half two about 230 um everybody else is a little bit bigger than that so i want to see what he brings to the table antonio johnson we mentioned him already how does he look at free safety which is where he's listed on the depth chart where does he line up how does he play the slot are we going to see the same activity and and some of the same things that we've seen in practice uh, when he's practicing against his own guys? Is that going to translate as he goes back to Texas and plays in the state where he played in college? Of course, he was at College Station at Texas A&M. I want to see if that if the things that we are seeing in practice and some of the things that we saw on tape from Texas A&M, even though he fell to the fifth round, I want to see if he's going to be able to show people why he probably should have been a second round pick as opposed to a guy who fell to the fifth round. And I still, to this day, don't know why he fell in the draft. Uh, there's nothing, there's nothing character wise. It's just teams just kind of get on a soapbox about some, some players that they like and they have coaches that stand on the table for him. But everyone that I know, including people that were on that staff last year over there, were shocked that he uh, hung around so long. It might, might too have been a, um, and I know this didn't apply for Devin A-Chain because he went higher. It could have very well been a little bit of a hangover from the year before when all the Texas A&M guys went to the combine and they looked like they hadn't worked out all year. So I was, I'm just wondering, like, is that did that have something to do? Because A-Chain went in the third round, and I thought he would even go a little bit higher than that. So uh, those are some of the guys. I want to see Eric Hallett out of pit. He's had some good days at practice. I want to see how he runs, though. I'm a little bit nervous as to how he runs, if he's one of those guys that if his instincts and his navigation system can carry him further than uh, some of his physical limitations allow him to go. The Breeny kid from uh, out at Arkansas, the big dude that I don't necessarily know about his feet, 
but he's going to play a little slot. He's tall. He's like 6'2". He's a big, good-looking athlete. We want to see if it translates when he gets out there on the field. And then Lacey and all of those guys, some of the guys they got in the front seven, are they going to be able to convince the team that they can help them so that they may move on from a veteran or two and save some money? All those things are super, super important for you to pay attention to. I also want you all to look at Reyes, the tight end, if he gets a chance to play number 19. If a guy looks like he's supposed to make a football team, it's him. But he is really, really raw, so I want to also see what's going on. So a quick recap. We talked about the rookies that we want to see and how they're going to shine. Some second-year players, some third-year players, guys still trying to hold on uh, because they were drafted but don't have any more guaranteed money left. The Jordan Smiths of the world, we want to see what they do. Also, Yasir Abdullah, who I believe they're going to use a lot but not only on special teams, but in some pass rush situations as sort of just a guy that really body wise may not fit what you want, but he's just a dude. Calvin Pace Jr. is doing that right now. Um, he did it last night for who I forgot who he played. So I think it's Seattle or, or Minnesota, but he's doing the same thing. I mean, he was a dude that played at Cincinnati was undrafted because of his size and, and now he's out there bumping and thumping and he's going to make somebody's team. I want to see Yasir Abdullah do the same thing. So what I want to see, what I don't want to see, we talk about guys getting banged up. I also don't want guys to look like they're dead-legged and not competing. And then all in all, I just kind of want them, I want them to win the game, but I more or less want them to put on full display that, they, that they've arrived, that they can take, and this is really important, that you can take practice and translate that to a game situation. It's not just them playing in a game at home. This is, okay, so how do they go from training camp to traveling on a plane to going to somebody else's stadium to handling their business in a professional way? And you, you still want to take a look and see how they're doing that because it'll give you an indication of what the coaching staff may need to work on. All right, man, so enjoy this weekend's game. Also, go ahead and get your wings. Start practicing your tailgate. I stopped at a couple of tailgates last year, and I appreciate anything that's free, but some of y'all needed some work. I ain't going to lie to you. Some of y'all needed some work. You offered me these hamburgers, and, you know, it kind of kind of felt like I was in the field uh, eating MRE, but that's all right. I appreciate you, and I ain't going to call no names because I tried a whole bunch of people's food. Start practicing. Get your tailgate. Get your tailgate stuff down, man. Get your wings right. You know, soak them in some buttermilk before you put them uh, in the fryer if you're frying them. And, and make sure, you know, you clean it off good and get your burgers. Don't have frozen burgers. Uh, please thaw your burgers out before you put them on the grill. That's just, um, I ain't trying to be bougie. This ain't a food contest. But if you can make it good, make it good, all right? And don't cook your meat on a grill if it ain't room temperature. Don't be putting no cold steaks on the grill, man. It ain't going to turn out right. All right, so look, you guys enjoy yourself. Take care of each other this weekend. Enjoy the game. Write down the matchups you want to see and then give yourself a grade to see if those things worked out. Enjoy the game. Also, get a chance to see who might play a little bit earlier or more than you expect because they might be guys that you can handle um, or get in your sleeper draft late in the draft. All right, so time to cut out, man, but you guys take care of each other. Make sure you check out Locked On NFL and make sure you come back to Locked On Jaguars every single day because it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen and we'll see you next time.